Hello and welcome to The Download. I'm your host, Dave Richardson, and it's Tuesdays, last Tuesday of the year. Uh, so we're joined by Stu Kedwell, co-head of North American Equities at RBC Global Asset Management. Uh, Stu, season's greeting. Dave, uh, thanks for having me. Season's greetings to you as well. Uh, we're just joking about two weeks in our house before we start again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we'll, we'll 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 talk about that at the at, at the end of the podcast in terms of uh, the the podcast taking a, a bit of a vacation and like uh, like most individuals the podcast isn't going anywhere either it'll be uh, it'll be uh, hunkered down at home uh, trying to trying to stay safe from the virus and and you know that's kind of kind of been the year uh, so kind of uneventful on the uh, in 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 terms of uh, being able to do some of the things you would normally do but a very eventful year from an investment perspective. And so Stu, you, you know, what do you think are some of the key takeaways, w- whether we're talking to you as a, as a professional investment manager or for, for those of us who are, who are investing on your own, what do you think some of the key learnings are from what we've seen in 2020? Well, when you, you know, if we were sitting here this time last year and we had a forecast, uh, you know, for 2020, um, you know, you, you, you couldn't have been more embarrassed as a forecaster. Uh, starting in early 2020 and um and I, I don't think that says one thing or the other about you know trying to make forecasts but it means that you need to always be thinking you know just about anything could happen in a given uh, period of time and and um you know we were saying like if 2021 is wilder than 2020 that'll be really quite something but um uh you know so having having a, a really open mind uh and not that you would have envisioned yeah, anything really that came our way, but you know, knowing that more things can happen than will happen is a pretty central tenant to a, a long-term successful investment career. I think the second thing is, you know, trying to remain optimistic on the long term. Uh, you know, just uh, you know, we've discussed this many times, whether or not it's central bankers, government officials, company management. You know, there's just an awful lot of horsepower in the world going to trying to figure out how to get rid of roadblocks, how to fix problems, how to, you know, make things uh, better down the road in the future, even though, you know, the near term uh, can often be, uh, you know, harder to, uh, harder to uh, kind of reconcile. You know, so those are, you know, those are probably, you know, things at the top of my list. Uh, you know, having a, you know, a dedicated uh, plan about, uh, about, you know, never doing anything drastic to your investment portfolio in the midst of, you know, what was a fairly emotional year from a market standpoint, um, layering in capital, uh, you know, through the piece uh, on the notion that, you know, the future will be better than the present, uh, which has almost always been true, uh, but not always been visible. Um, you know, so those are some of the things, uh, you know, I don't think you could have seen a year where we've seen uh, the highs and lows of investor behavior being any wider. Um you know, when we think back to uh, late March, early April, and uh, you know the 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 selling that took place at that juncture, where um, you know part of it was due to you know some forced selling around uh, some illiquidity, and and that always takes place. But you know, even after the rebound, you know the one thing I keep thinking in my head was that you know while I was prepared uh, to not be as bearish as many in March and April. Um, you know, the other side of the coin is that, you know, in many respects, people became extremely bullish uh, relative to what I uh, might have expected as well. And, you know, kind of always having that in my head that, um, 
you know, the spectrum of bullishness and bearishness is often wider than uh, I might expect. And, um, and that's just part of being an investor over a very long period of time. There's going to be ups and downs. And, the, uh, and as I say, I think, you know, the future normally uh, turns out a little bit better than everyone thinks uh, at any given point in time. Yeah, and and you know I think we've learned uh, pr- particularly from the from the last two corrections, the one in, at the tail end of twenty eighteen, and 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 this one as you as you talk about not getting not getting too bearish and and maybe looking for opportunities to be bullish when others are bearish, uh, you know investing on those two those two dips. So once the market's down twenty percent, uh, pr- proves to be a, a pretty good strategy. Uh, you know almost always. It's it's uh, it's astonishing, really, when you think about you know the long term return potential of the market being, you know, call it mid to high single or high single digits, call it, and um, when you get those rare opportunities where, uh, you know, you get to buy it down uh, 10, 15, 20 percent from that longer term trend, it's just a really a really good way to 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 meet your long term financial plan. And uh, and and yeah, and so 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 you think about it. So say you. Uh, Say it was December thirty first, twenty nineteen, and you you had yourself in a really nicely diversified, balanced portfolio, lots of different types of fixed income, uh, the best holdings, quality holdings from all around the world. You went out to your your New Year's Eve party and got so drunk that you passed out until today. You wake up, you don't even know what's happened, and maybe that just tells a, a story in and of itself, right? Yeah, no, a hundred percent. You know, time does the heavy lifting, um, and uh, and that's something that we all have to remember. Absolutely. Well, let's. Uh, we 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 did live this, through this, so it so it was a tough year. So we're all hoping for uh, for a better twenty twenty one on so many fronts. Stu, I want to thank you for for all the time uh, you've given uh, you've given me on the podcast. But uh, the, but I think the biggest winners are our listeners. So thank you for. Uh, for, for showing up regularly on Stu's days. It's, uh, you, you always have interesting things to share. So thank you for that. Great. Thanks, Dave. And uh, thanks to everyone who's listened. Uh, I appreciate it very much. And, and we're going to take a couple of weeks off for the holidays. We'll be back uh, take, to, to get a good, fresh look at 2021 uh, when it happens. Uh, if you just started listening over the last uh, few weeks or last couple of months, uh, we've got about 100 different podcasts taped. Uh, nothing better than when you're uh, when you're locked down at home, than sitting and going back and listening to uh, to the lo- about a year and a half of uh, of interesting podcasts here on the download and personally invested. We've got a personally invested with Stu. We go a little bit deeper into into his background, uh, but uh, we wish you all from uh, from all of us here on the download uh, the very happiest of holidays, uh, a happy new year. And, uh, and, and best wishes to you and your loved ones for a healthy and happy 2021. Stu, thanks again. And hopefully we'll see you all back in the new year. Thank you.